Super, thanks, Clues. Hi, everyone. Um, so just a quick piece before I go into the service hub, just um, as I said, our partners here today are obviously Vidyard. Sometimes we, in our professional lives, actually come across something that you know, works really, really well for us or does, has a massive impact on business. And I think it's only fair, as I said, as HubSpot being here, to let you guys know, like genuinely, within my team, nothing has changed our prospecting more than what Vidyard has done. So me being an elderly millennial, I'm kind of poor at you know, change, I hate it, and someone brings something to me. But my team started talking a huge amount about this video thing they were doing for prospecting and whatnot, and we were still in the, you know, a lot of the old playbook of you know, cold calls and all these different things going on. 4x conversion increase would be an underestimation of what that's actually impacted for my team. So my team would sell everything across the Nordics, Benelux, uh, Central and Eastern Europe, um, and into Iberia, so all Portugal and Spain. And it doesn't seem to matter what the region is. And I just think it's important to acknowledge that when we see kind of an opportunity to, I suppose, help you know, promote other businesses and like, to give you a real feedback on how that's actually changed the business, like, if it's one of the major things you do from today, you know, get involved and look into HubSpot Video or work with Vidyard directly, guys, because it will make a massive difference to your business, genuinely, because the opportunities that we've created as a result of it have been phenomenal. So make sure you take some action on that today, okay? So, cool. So, give you the good news. I'm going to be nice and quick for you today. So what I just wanted to do is give you a very simple run-through of, first of all, Service Hub, why it exists in the first place, and the elements of it. What I would recommend then, if some of this resonates with you today, that you set up a specific demo of the tool for yourselves. Okay, so I know Michael did a little bit of this earlier, but so we have, how many people here have HubSpot right now? Yeah, so loads, that's great. How many people have Service Hub? Very few, so yeah. So how many people have heard of it? Okay, so a little. So we're very mixed, okay. So for a lot of you guys, this will be the first time you've heard about it. For some of you, um, obviously, it will be uh, something that you're probably interested in finding a little bit more out about, okay? So this is a product that I'm generally ve genuinely very passionate about. So my actual background is, I come from a fully marketing background, and uh, I initially got involved with HubSpot through Signals by HubSpot, if any of you are old enough to remember that, and eventually bought the HubSpot platform the company I worked in, and then went working forward. So I'm a genuine advocate of the company I work for and the impact that that product has had, not only on the companies that I'd worked for, but on the, my own career, um, which has been fantastic. And to be honest with you, I haven't been more excited about a product as much as I have when we brought out Service Hub. And the great thing, obviously, is that we built it in Dublin, which is super, which is, as being Irish, we're always super proud of everything that we build, Titanic included. But this is better than the Titanic, hopefully, and it won't have any negative impacts on you, okay? So, what's important to remember is, and I suppose why Inbound was created in the first place and the whole methodology around it, is that people have actually changed significantly, okay? Particularly in the fact that we're, we're so, we just lack patience in absolutely everything that we do. And me, as an extremely impatient person, has only become more impatient over time. So, 
when we think about the way that we used to interact with businesses, okay, we used to be a little bit patient. So we'd, you know, we'd be happy enough to call support and you'd wait on hold and you'd have that horrible music and you'd go around the houses and you'd talk to a second person and explain the same thing again and on and on, we'd share information, we'd get rerouted, you know, we'd wait a little bit more, we'd reach our information, we'd get an answer, boom, okay? And really say a whole lot about it because that's what we expected. Now, because we're used to instant information and getting results quickly, and also, it's actually very easy for all of us now to be heard if something goes wrong or we don't like an experience. We've become massively impatient and, to be honest, like hugely entitled about everything that we do. Earlier on this morning in the hotel I was in, there was a lift in there that, in my mind, was extremely slow. I, I, was, I had it because I was telling Brian, who's here with me from HubSpot, I was telling... I went on to TripAdvisor, and I was going to write about the slow lift. That is just ridiculous, but that's how impatient and entitled that we have become. So as a result of that, what we tend to happen from an actual perspective is everything we do starts online, okay? But what we want to do is start a chat. We really don't want to talk to people. We want to be able to control our own environment. A call is an absolute last resort. Like, we've all gone, gone to the point now nearly where it's... You're telling someone, oh, did you, did you follow up on that? Did you do this thing? Or did you check in with that company? Could you get X, Y, and Z? And you're like, yeah, yeah, I sent them a few emails. And they go, did you call them? Yeah, yeah, I sent them a few emails. And we just refuse to pick up the phone in order to do it. And as customers or prospects or all these different things, we kind of want this little bit of a digital relationship first. And it's very important that we as businesses actually begin to acknowledge that because you are actually hurting yourself if we're not set up with a system that allows people to deal with us in a safer environment before they say, okay, I'll talk to that big ginger guy from HubSpot and he's not going to kill me, okay? So, we also find that people have obviously become a lot more skeptical too. And they actually lack a huge amount of trust into who it is they trust. So, generally, when we were buying products or we do whatever, we'd actually trust the salespeople a lot. And I actually see my mum and dad a lot today. They have, for instance, like, they have this guy they go to with their car. And they have this person they buy X off. And they just presume that this person is the greatest truth teller of all time. So I remember my dad, he'd go and he'd be, he'd, he'd be in the market to buy a new car. And your mom would always have, he couldn't believe it. The guy always had the perfect car for him. It was incredible. He always had it. It was the best. And don't, don't mind the little ding on the back and the little thing. It was always perfect, okay? So we used to trust a lot of these, a lot of salespeople. That's where we get it from, Okay. We'd obviously go through case studies, everything like that, and we'd actually listen to you know, suggested references. The reality is we're more trusting now in what our friends tell us, what people tell us online, when we go and we read social content about people's real actual experiences, lift being quick or fast or whatever the situation may be. And we'd also listen to a lot of online reviews. Okay, So I guess the hard truth about your customer is that they learn from their friends and not salespeople anymore. They trust their customers more so than and not marketing. And they'd actually rather help themselves than to call you. And that is a very significant part of what we need to understand from today. Okay? Technology and all this different stuff apart is that they'd actually rather help themselves than to call you. Okay? So when we begin to think about some of the just little pieces of data to stick in your mind behind, behind this is one to five minutes. It's what most people will wait on hold before hanging up a call. Okay? 
55% of people start online when they have a service issue. So whether, it's your, whether you're an agency or you're working customer services or you're B2C or B2B, most people actually would just prefer, can I quickly find the answer to this thing online or not? And they get a little bit frustrated that they get to call you up and talk to a person and find someone and get someone to call you back, send an email, do all these crazy things. They want to find that answer online. Okay? And you need to know what are the common issues that come up for your customers. 89% of people then, uh, they trust friends and family when making a purchase, and only 46% trust ads. So, the continued hard truth here is, guys, is that they don't actually need you like they used to. Okay? So, as m important as we all think we are, and we're all grown to be massively self-entitled and all these great things that the, the world has created, is that they don't actually need us like they used to. Okay? We can actually set up their digital world for them that allows them to be serviced in a much better way. So, we also must recognize that, look, this is actually how it should be. So, let's think about in here where the actual opportunity is then for us. So, you guys are probably at this point sick to death of seeing these sort of things, okay? Where we talk about funnels are dead and flywheels are in and all this kind of great stuff. So, what I'm not going to do is going to spend a huge amount of time on this today. But to set the scene, this is how the world needs to look. And this isn't just HubSpot because we're a big company or a Vidyard or one of these. Every single company should think exactly this way. And what this we look at here is if we take the flywheel piece out of it for a second, what this is is an operating system for your business and how it should actually function. So it should, and the, one of the most important parts, if, you, if I was to take two segments out of that there, would be the customers at the center and the service those customers get because that will feed marketing and that will feed sales. Okay? Because as all businesses, we get nice referral stuff coming into us and we close and we get a few customers doing X, Y, and Z. If those customers are happy and they get good service, that refers to good marketing and ends up with good sales. Okay? So we can keep this really simple if we want. And I think if I was to begin to prioritize and start back in marketing today, I'd actually start with how happy are customers, how are we servicing them, and I would actually begin to build my marketing playbook from there. So let's have a look at the actual service hub and how this piece of technology actually solves for it. What I like about it, guys, is that it's actually really, really simple what we've set up to do. And it makes your life so much easier as you, the person who needs to go and execute on this, but also the customer themselves has a really, really good user experience. So let's have a quick look into Service Hub. This is my favorite tool, okay? My favorite child in the whole thing, which is conversations, which is very simply live chat when you go onto the site. So a lot of people in this room, if you're in sales or indeed if you're in marketing, the thing that you're probably struggling with most is opportunity creation, new business, all that thing coming in. So at some point in time, you probably built a website and did a bit of work around it and maybe bought HubSpot to start to get some traffic to it. And then all those people, so let's pretend that this room is your website. All those people came into the room and they started having a look around at things and then you didn't talk to anyone. You didn't talk to any of them. And imagine that you have a sales team sitting there and the room was full of all your potential prospects. So let's, that could be tens a day, hundreds a day, thousands a day. I don't know what's going to your website. But the reality is there's people who want to buy who are looking for your services or your products today on your website. And you're refusing to talk to them. You're literally turning your back on them. So the first thing that we want to be able to do is people who are coming to our website, let's talk to them in real time. 
in off in open office hours or whatever you to do let's have actual real conversations with them that can be everything from prospects to people who are your actual customers right now and it can be as simple as every single person that hits the website in my opinion should be getting a message to say hey Stephen how can I help what are you looking for is it a complaint and we can identify is there customers and all that kind of really cool stuff that what I would recommend if you want to see this in play is that get a demo set up of this um, and you'll see some really cool stuff in there but what I'm kind of here today is to get us to understand the principle of what happens there. Okay? From a prospect perspective, we want to speak to the people that are walking around in your shop looking at your stuff. Just ask them what they want. You will create more opportunities by doing that. Really simple stuff, guys. And as importantly then, if we have our current customers coming to our website and to our digital content and they're walking around and they're looking in there for an answer, check in with them. Stephen, what are you looking for? Is everything okay? That's... It's such a better experience for somebody. So for a lot of the, the sales team that report into me in HubSpot, what I always tell them is that the best way to be good at sales is that you should be the best conversation that anyone has that day. That's all you have to do. Be the best conversation that somebody has that day. And we can do the exact same thing here by creating, be the best experience that somebody has with your website today and that will change the way people think about your business, your customers talk about it, how they recommend it. And when we think about that flywheel again, I came here, I wanted to buy something, or I'm already a customer, and I had this issue, and this is how the guys dealt with me. I actually love dealing with them. I don't have to talk to anyone. It's great. That's how this works. That's how this whole piece comes together. So when we think about actionable things to do for your business today, the number one thing I would recommend is said, get out and Think about setting up a demo specific to your business around these sort of pieces. Okay? So, the second thing then is tickets. There's nothing worse in customer experience as we've all had than a poorly managed complaint by you or an issue that you have or whatever it is. Okay? It goes into an, uh, an inquiries or an issues inbox or you're calling somebody up or you're doing whatever and there's no ticketed system for your team to deal with. They're not sure, did that person get that email or did this person get that email or they're away on holidays and so on and so forth. Get a very sim simple piece of technology in there that allows you to manage a ticketing system if somebody has an inquiry or if somebody has an issue related to your product or there's an ongoing case or something needs to be escalated. Use technology to do that. Don't be, like, it is stupid of us in this day and age not to be leveraging technology to do this. And like I always say about things that I'm genuinely passionate about, whether you do this with HubSpot or do it with someone else, definitely do this. Definitely put this in place and make sure that every single complaint or issue or inquiry that comes from any of your customers or prospects is dealt with correctly and you're able to check that over time to ensure that what you're doing is creating a good customer service experience which is going to feed your marketing in turn. The next thing then is knowledge base. So we looked already at the stat to say the majority of people start online. Okay, That's what they want to do. They have an issue with something and they want to find out how do I fix this? What do I do if this happens? So what knowledge base does is it's just like you would create blog content or anything today. Knowledge base allows you to create articles of your particularly your most frequently asked questions. You write them and you rank them, and when someone searches for that issue, they hit this page and they've got their answer. Best customer experience. 
That's what that actually generates, best customer experience. The great thing that I've, I have found with knowledge bases, this evolves over time. So if you were to sit down today and go, what are the 10 most frequently asked questions that my business has? You'd probably be able to list them out really, really quickly. Then over time, whether it's yourself that's sitting with the prospects or your sales team or whoever it is, they're coming to you with real issues. Saying, We're getting this question all the time, let's make an article around it. We're getting this all the time, let's build you know, three or four different things around it and make sure that it actually solves for it. And that is a really nice customer experience for it. Our knowledge base articles in HubSpot, the traffic to them is absolutely crazy. And it is such a better experience than them having to get on the phone or pop an email or even get into chat to start waiting for someone to reply to them and so on and so forth. It is a very, very important thing that you do for your business. And again, we can manage that within the Service Hub tool. This is probably the most powerful tool, in my opinion then, is the customer feedback piece. So when we give someone an experience of our business, whether it's a customer or whether it's a prospect, it's very important that we understand what was that experience actually like for them? And are we moving the right track? Is it actually nice to buy from us? Like, has everyone in this room ever experienced <coughs> difficulty in trying to buy something off somebody to the point where you just, you, you end up not buying it because they made it too hard? Yeah? Ensure that that's not happening. Number one, let's start up there of what we think we should do. Ensure that their user experience, whether it's dealing with your salespeople or dealing with somebody in the office from a servicing perspective, make sure that we know whether that's good or bad. And we very, very simply just pop up a little MPS and say, how was your experience? Good, bad, and different, and get them to leave a little comment, whatever they, whatever they want. This becomes very important then, particularly for... I said that we can get a little bit deeper into the strategy of your MPS and what we want to understand over time, what people think of changes we've made to product, for instance, whether that's you know, a, a physical product that we've had that we've put out into the marketplace, whether it's a change to the user interface of our software or whatever it is that we're putting out to the market. Find out what people actually really think. And what I actually really like about this is that it gives you absolute certainty. And that's a very difficult thing to get, particularly in the marketing world is that it gives you absolute certainty that the decisions you're making are either right or they're wrong. And you can actually build an entire MPS strategy around how you want to understand what customers think about whatever it is that you want. That will begin to shape the growth of your business then over time because you're not sitting there blindly making decisions going, okay, we're going to run at 100 miles an hour for two years with this thing and we're not going to ask anybody and then we're going to figure out maybe it does or doesn't work. That is a crazy way to do. We scale things up over time and we use customer feedback with real data to say they absolutely love this, but they absolutely hate this sales guy who's selling it to them. We have to know those sort of things if we want our businesses to work. And these very simple pieces of technology can change the way that you deal with that servicing part and as I said, I genuinely mean it. If I was going back to a marketing role today and I was thinking about my strategy, the first place I'd start is in there with those customers and thinking about how we service them. Because why would I be trying to push new people into a bad situation? Okay? So, as I said, the reality of this is that, the hard truth is that, look, the customers, they don't need you like they used to. So you need to begin to, as a, we, we, you hear this all the time from HubSpot, you must begin to solve for your customers in the way that they do. Your business is not the exception to the rule. 
And that's what a lot of the time when we have these conversations with people, they think they are such a unique snowflake that we are the exception to the rule. This applies to every business, guys. You have to make it easier for your customers to deal with you, and you have to make it easier for the people who want to buy from you to deal with you. So when you're thinking about what you should do here, think about, I always say, think about the bad experiences that you've had and ensure that nobody ever has that with you. So a little call to action for you guys then. Um, set up a demo of this and have a look and see what you think. When you're looking at these sort of products, it's all about what is unique to you as a business and how this would form around you. People use these different pieces of technology in a different way. There's not like one size fits all when we think about doing this. So that's always I'd say what I would recommend. Get an understanding of it, then speak to somebody if you're interested and see, is this a fit for us and how could we actually begin to build it into our business? Okay, cool. So I'll take any questions if there is any. Potentially, it can. Oh, the question is, so, so if I'm right in saying, you have a lot of different tech that deals with the way customers interact with you, and you're wondering if HubSpot, HubSpot can actually replace all of that. It would be an ill miss of me to tell you 100%. I don't know your unique situation. Okay. So what I would say to do in relation to that is, it's actually very likely, if I'm honest, based on the different things that I've seen to date, but... You could, it could just as easily not solve for the particular things that you need. Okay? So what I would say is have a chat to somebody in HubSpot. They'll look at the stack, what you have, what you're trying to achieve. And they will. I've, I've, what I have found through working in HubSpot is they're very honest with either this will work or it won't. So that's what I would recommend in order to do that. It would be, be remiss of me to say you know, for definite we could do that. But it's likely a lot of that potentially could be replaced. Okay? Cool. Are we all good with questions, do we think? Cool. So if we have a little bit of time, Clue, do you want to ask some of the guys back up? Thanks very much, guys.